This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. On the phone line, joining us right now on the Roman guest line is the man, the myth, the bearded legend, Jill Gallant of FTM Bets, talking all things NBA postseason all things nba betting jill how you doing on this fine tuesday evening my friend i am doing great quentin and thank you for both you and trista bringing me back on the show i am also sweating a pj tucker prop but i uh, i always go for a little bit more plus money i couldn't do the points prop so i just decided i'm going to take him to hit two more threes at home it was paying plus 180 he's got one so far so we're just going to sit here and sweat this out the rest of the game the prop king. look at us who would have thought tuesday night just watching this game and simply wishing that pj tucker did more that's all we care about we don't care about anything else give me more pj tucker jill i gotta ask you this so memphis taking on golden state that series has been pretty close but the john morant news um, coming into last night's game, or maybe two nights ago, rather, it's a little concerning. He, has, has, he had the knee bruise. Um, but, of course, Memphis kept this game close, but they do lose because Jaron Jackson shoots 0 for 7 from three-point range. Dylan Brooks just gets booed all night long, has one of the worst games he's ever had in his career. With John Morant doubtful to return in this postseason series, is this series all but over for them and, and them, I mean Memphis, or do you see this team that was so successful playing without John Morant in the regular season making things at least interesting as they head back home to take on Golden State? Well, I definitely think it's the latter. Now, am I going to go ahead and say they can win the series without John? No, I'm not going to try to do that kind of hot take. But I do think even just if we isolate it to game five, um, in that home arena, and they've showed this year that how they can win and also cover spreads uh, as an underdog or even just as a favorite without jaw. I'm looking right now at the Grizzlies' first half money line sitting there at plus 130 because that's been their biggest issue is that they've been coming out strong, but they they fade a lot of the time mm. in the second half. I mean, the, the, a lot of these games, either against the Timberwolves, you know, they're trailing by 10, you know, in certain spots. I don't really trust them full game to uh, to either win outright or even cover the spread at plus four. I do think the Warriors are going to be a lot more strong uh, coming out, but I think just being a road game, I would like to take the Grizzlies' money line in this spot at plus one. 30. Uh, as for the series, no. I, I think uh, I had Golden State advancing uh, prior to the series starting. Uh, I'm not really going to change on that. I don't think that's really going to be uh, much of a change now with uh, John not playing. What about the Mavericks, uh, Joe, versus the Suns? You know, Chris Paul had one of the worst games of his career. He had more fouls than points in one of those games. Game before that, he had seven turnovers. Very uncharacteristic of him, especially in postseason play. Obviously, this now they are back home and he needs to get back right in a bounce back spot. Um, what do you think about this game, not only in terms of the six and a half, which is where the line is now, 
total, any props that you like, and just really how do you see the rest of this series playing out from what we see on the basketball floor? Well, I think Phoenix is a fairly strong home team. And I think, Trista, I think I agree with you, like just that obviously Chris Ball hasn't played well over the last two games. And I think the one thing that's tough when we just the recency bias, because we think of think about how many games of playoff games he's played, like 120 playoff games. He's probably had at least five or six times in his career that we could talk about right now of where he just completely had a brain fart or blew it and, and would still either come back next stronger in the next game or um, at least make it competitive. So that way they're not getting uh, blown out by a, a team that may be stronger than them in previous series. Now, in this instance, I feel like game four was such a Scott Foster factor. Like, I don't even know if you can quantify that and say like, oh, okay, well, that's what we may see in game five. So I'm banking on Chris Ball to have a pretty good bounce back game tonight. I'm going to take his double-double. That's what the bet I have in I now. I love that. Yeah. Just because of how many assists he's been racking up, even in off games against the Mavs. Uh, and I think 10 points is fairly easy. Plus you get to be able to cover your outs uh, if he does somehow get 10 rebounds and nine assists instead. Uh, so that's why I usually always recommend if you can get the double-double profit plus money instead of trying to be maybe a little more greedy the way that I might play it sometimes and taking like 10 plus assists at like plus 250 or plus 300. I think it's just a little bit of safer play to take a double-double in this spot. And I think Chris Paul has proven uh, in, in his time that not only w- will he have bad games on his resume, but then he also has huge bounce back games as well. And I think this is going to be one of them. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bill, I know you got another play in that game. Like, you can't just give a Chris Paul double-double prop plus 180 and not have other props that you're looking at in that game. What else do you want? Please say it's Cam Johnson. Oh, well, right now, it's the guy that when I used to come on your show last year during the finals, uh, pretty much throughout the season, I would always be talking about Cameron Johnson. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Periphery player. Let's go, Jill. And saying that we need to get on his three-point props because he, he he's averaging right now about five three-point shots per game. But when you look actually at uh, the shot chart of how many shots are coming from three-point range, it's around the 60% mark, which is right up my alley when I try to bet three-point props, uh, especially for a guy like that. So three-plus three-pointers right now is sitting there at plus 265. Now, you could be a little safer and take just the two uh, to hit two at minus 120, you know, maybe minus 130, depending on the book. But I like to take a little bit of a risk, especially playing in that front of that home crowd. Um, I think the one thing too that you're seeing from the Suns is you're. I'm not sure if they trust campaign the way that they did last playoffs. I'm not really sure if the secondary scoring like off the bench is as strong as it was maybe last season. I think Cam Johnson has ascended into that role. He's playing you know the average of 28 to 30 minutes in that position. So I think Cam Johnson three plus three pointers. I think at plus 265. 
I think it's a solid bet as well. So Cam Johnson three-pointers and Chris Paul double-double are my two favorite bets for Game 5. I love both of those. We're joined now by Joe Gallant of FTM Bets. You can follow him on social media at G-Dog, D-A-W-G, 5,000, because he's a dog. Uh, Jill, I got to ask you about props, of course, because that's that's your thing. Milwaukee's taking on Boston tomorrow in Boston. How have you been addressing the props market in this series? Because I, I tried to take a little chance on Drew. He's taken a ton of shots, but just hasn't been as efficient at, as I'd like. But the volume is there, but he didn't hit the, his over on his points prop last night. We know Giannis's number is going to be fed every single night because 110%, give or take, of the offense runs through Giannis Antetokounmpo. How are you looking to bet that game from a prop standpoint? Yeah, so again, same thing. Because of all the action that's coming in on guys like Giannis, guys like Drew Holiday, guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like a lot of the time the value is already gone either by the time it's presented by sportsbooks and then definitely by the time you get the tip off. So uh, one of the guys that I was looking at was Brooke Lopez, specifically his rebounding prop. It's sitting there right now at about five and a half. It's a little bit juiced to the over. So I was actually looking at like a milestone prop for him to have at least seven rebounds in that game. And the reason being is that in the four games, he has uh, seven or more rebounds in three of the four games so far in the series. And the Celtics, surprisingly, are last in the playoffs for all the 16 teams for giving up rebounds to opposing centers so far. Think about that with Horford and Robert Williams and the fact that now obviously Giannis will play a little bit of the center role. So that's probably why that number is a little bit skewed. But Brooke has been playing extra minutes, you know, because of the size of Boston and wanting to pack the paint. So uh, I was kind of looking at his three-point props for that. But at the same time, I think it's just better value to go for what he is, which is a tall seven-footer who can rebound. And uh, that's pretty much what I'm going to do with that and take his seven or more rebounds at uh, plus 140. I'm just really curious, Joe, as we're watching this Miami-Philly series. And it's just been wild swings back and forth and mostly home court and Obviously, now Kyle Lowry's out, which I think is addition by subtraction. But how have you been handicapping this series from game to game? Because it's sort of stumping me. Well, and I think I think the Embiid factor is obviously playing a little bit more of a, of a mindset that we were thinking. Like right now, um, the Heat are up, you know, by ten points, but you know, Joel Embiid hasn't even played that well. I think the supporting cast hasn't really played that well so far in this game. It's very much been a home and away split. I think we're seeing that a lot right mm-hmm. now in the playoffs outside of the Warriors and Grizzlies who have kind of each been able to take a game um, uh, there as well as the Bucks and Celtics. But these other two series so far, it's basically if you're the home team, you're going to dominate. And sometimes to be able to sniff that out, you might be a little too late on it before uh, before you can actually take advantage of it. But tonight, like, for example, uh, you know, with the Sixers and Heat series, I think a lot of it is just you got to see that that Philly offense was really built around what Joel Embiid does, which is drawing a lot of attention in the paint, being able to kick it out, and then also being a solid player down low to be able to get his points. And once they had that back in place, you start to see maybe a little bit of a vintage performance from Harden. You're seeing these supporting characters like Tobias Harris, who's actually been really good throughout the entire playoffs, by the way, but just guys like that stepping it up a little bit more because even guys like a Tyrese Maxey, even though he's quick off the dribble and he just hasn't been putting up those 20 to 25 point games like we were used to seeing during the regular season. So, uh, I think a lot of it just was the fact that Embiid came back in and now uh, Miami being severely undersized. uh, I mean, like you were saying, Quentin, like Bam Adebayo, like even though he is an amazing uh, center, um, not a traditional center, you know, being at six, eight, right. And, and, 
pretty much there's not really any setter in the NBA that can probably match up with Embiid defensively. So um, that, that's pretty much what it comes down to in that series is just being able to have your star player in there. Jill, thank you so much for joining the show, brother. Can't wait to have you back on soon. I'm telling you tonight, we can all celebrate when you win us a lot of money. Let's go, Chris Paul. Let's go campaign. Not campaign, Cam Johnson. Let's go, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson is the guy, man. Let's get him. Cam Johnson. Killer Our, Cam. Killer Cam. Our guy, Jill Glenn of FTM Bets. You can follow him on social media, specifically Twitter at GDawg, D-A-W-G, 5,000.